Chapter 11 of the Bhagavad Gita Translated by Sir Edwin Arnold This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Recording by Shubda Garani The Bhagavad Gita Translated by Sir Edwin Arnold Chapter 11 Of the Manifesting of the One and Manifold Arjuna This for my soul's peace have I heard from thee the unfolding of the mystery supreme named Adhyatman comprehending which my darkness is dispelled for now I know, O lotus-eyed whence is the birth of men and whence their death and what the majesties of thine immortal rule. Fain would I see, as thou thyself declarest it, Sovereign Lord, the likeness of that glory of thy form wholly revealed. O thou divinest one, if this can be, if I may bear the sight, make thyself visible, Lord of all prayers. Show me thy very self, the eternal God. Krishna Gaze then, thou son of Pritha, I manifest for thee those hundred thousand thousand shapes that clothe my mystery. I show thee all my semblances, infinite, rich, divine, my changeful hues, my countless forms. See in this face of mine, Adityas, Vasus, Rudras, Ashwins, and Maruts. See wonders unnumbered Indian prince, Revealed to none save thee. Behold, this is the universe. Look, what is life and dead. I gather all in one in me. Gaze as thy lips have said on God eternal, very God. See me, see what thou prayest. Thou canst not, nor with human eyes, Arjuna, ever mayest. Therefore I give thee sense divine. Have other eyes, new light, and look. This is my glory, unveiled to mortal sight. Sanjaya Then, O king, the god so saying, Stood to Pritha's son, displaying All the splendor, wonder, dread of his vast almighty head. Out of countless eyes beholding, Out of countless mouths commanding, Countless mystic forms enfolding in one form, supremely standing, countless radiant glories bearing, countless heavenly weapons bearing, crowned with garlands of star clusters, robed in garb of woven lustres, breathing from his perfect presence, breaths of all delicious essence, of all sweetest odors, shedding blinding brilliance overspreading boundless beautiful all spaces from his all-regarding faces so he showed if there should rise suddenly within the skies sunburst of a thousand suns flooding earth with rays undeemed of then might be that holy one's majesty and glory dreamed of so did Pandu's son behold all this universe enfold all its huge diversity into one great shape 
and be visible and viewed and blended in one body subtle splendid nameless the all-comprehending god of gods the never-ending deity but sore amazed thrilled overfilled dazzled and dazed arjuna knelt and bowed his head and clasped his palms and cried and said arjuna yeah i have seen i see lord all is wrapped in thee the gods are in thy glorious frame the creatures of earth and heaven and hell in thy divine form dwell and in thy countenance show all the features of brahma sitting alone upon his lotus throne of saints and sages and the serpent races ananta vasuki ya mightiest lord i see thy thousand thousand arms and breasts and faces and eyes on every side perfect diversified and nowhere end of thee nowhere beginning nowhere a center shifts wherever souls gaze lifts thy central self all willing and all winning infinite king i see the anadem on thee the club the shell the discus see the burning in beams insufferable lighting earth heaven and hell with brilliance blinding glorious flashing turning darkness to dazzling day look i whichever way ah lord i worship thee the undivided the uttermost of thought the treasure palace wrought to hold the wealth of the worlds the shield provided to shelter virtue's laws the fount whence life's stream draws all waters of all rivers of all being the one unborn unending unchanging and unblending with might and majesty past thought past seeing silver of moon and gold of sun our glances rolled from thy great eyes thy visage beaming tender over the stars and skies doth to warm life surprise thy universe the worlds are filled with wonder of thy perfections space star sprinkled and the place from pole to pole of the heavens from bound to bound hath thee in every spot thee thee where thou art not a holy marvelous form is nowhere found o mystic awful one at sight of thee made known the three worlds quake the lower gods draw nigh thee they fold their palms and bow body and breast and brow and whispering worship loud and magnify thee rishis and siddhas cry hail highest majesty from sage and singer breaks the hymn of glory in holy melody sounding the praise of thee while countless companies take up the story rudras who ride the storms the adityas shining forms vasus and sadhyas vishvas ushmapas maruts and those great twins the heavenly fair ashwins gandharvas rakshasas siddhas asuras these see thee and revere in silence stricken fear yeah the worlds seeing thee with forms stupendous with faces manifold with eyes which all behold unnumbered eyes 
vast arms, members tremendous. Flanks lit with sun and star, feet planted near and far, tushes of terror, mouths wrathful and tender, the three wide worlds before thee. Adore as I adore thee, quake as I quake to witness so much splendor. I mark thee strike the skies with front in wondrous wise, huge rainbow painted, glittering, and thy mouth opened, and orbs which I see, all things whatever be, in all thy worlds, east, west, and north, and south. O eyes of God, O head, my strength of soul is fled, gone is heart's force, rebuked is mind's desire, when I behold thee so, with awful brows aglow, with burning glance and lips lighted with fire. Fierce as those flames which shall consume at close of all earth, heaven. Ah, me, I see no earth and heaven. Thee, Lord of Lords, I see thee only, only thee. Ah, let thy mercy unto me be given. Thou refuge of the world, low to the cavern hurled, off thy wide-opened throat and lips white-tushed, I see our noblest ones, great Dhritarashtra's sons, Bhishma, Drona, and Karna, caught and crushed. The kings and chiefs drawn in, that gaping gorge within, the best of all both armies torn and riven, between thy jaws they lie, mangled, fell bloodily, ground into dust and death, like streams down driven with helpless haste, which go in headlong furious flow, straight to the gulfing maw of the unfilled ocean. So to that flaming cave these heroes great and brave pour in unending streams with helpless motion, like moths which in the night flutter towards a light, drawn to their fiery doom, flying and dying, so to their deaths, still throng, blind, dazzled, borne along, ceaselessly, all these multitudes, wild flying. Thou that hast fashioned men, devourest them again, one with another, great and small alike, the creatures whom thou makest, with flaming jaws thou takest, lapping them up, Lord God, thy terrors strike from end to end of earth, filling life full from birth to death, with deadly burning lurid dread. Ah, Vishnu, make me know why is thy visage so? Who art thou, feasting thus upon thy dead? Who, awful deity, I bow myself to thee, Namastute Devavara Prasiddha. O mightiest Lord, rehearse, why hast thou face so fierce? Whence did this aspect horrible proceed? Krishna, thou seest me as time who kills. Time who brings all to doom, the slayer time, ancient of days, come hither to consume, accepting thee. Of all these hosts of hostile chiefs arrayed, 
There shines not one shall leave alive the battlefield, dismayed, no longer be. Arise, obtain renown, destroy thy foes, fight for the kingdom waiting thee, when thou hast vanquished those. By me they fall, not thee. The stroke of death is dealt them now, even as they stand thus gallantly. My instrument art thou. Strike, strong-armed prince, at Drona, at Bhishma, strike. Deal death to Karna, Jayadrata, stay all this warlike breath. It's I who bid them perish, thou wilt but slay the slain. Fight, they must fall, and thou must live, victor upon this plain. Sanjaya Hearing mighty Keshav's word, tremblingly that helmed lord clasped his lifted palms and praying grace of Krishna stood there saying with bowed brow and accents broken these words timorously spoken. Arjuna Worthily lord of might, the whole world hath delight in thy surpassing power obeying thee the Rakshasas in dread at sight of thee are sped to all four quarters and the company of Siddhas sound thy name how should they not proclaim thy majesty's divinest mightiest thou Brahm than Brahma greater thou infinite creator thou God of gods life's dwelling place and rest Thou of all souls the soul, the comprehending whole, of being formed and formless being the framer, O utmost one, O Lord, older than eld who stored the worlds with wealth of life, O treasure claimed, who wottest all and art wisdom thyself, O part in all and all for all from thee have risen, Numberless now I see the aspects are of thee. Vayu thou art, and he who keeps the prison of Narak, Yama dark and Agni's shining spark. Varuna's waves are thy waves, moon and starlight are thine, Prajapati art thou. And it's to thee men kneel in worshipping the old world's far light. The first of mortal men, again thou God, again a thousand thousand times be magnified. Honour and worship be, glory and praise to thee, namo namaste, cried on every side. Cried here, above, below, uttered when thou dost go, uttered when thou dost come. Namo we call. Namostu, God adored, Namostu, nameless Lord. Hail to thee, praise to thee, thou one in all. For thou art all, yea, thou. Ah, if in anger now thou shouldst remember, I did think thee, friend, speaking with easy speech as men use each to each did call thee Krishna, Prince, nor comprehend thy hidden majesty, the might, the awe of thee did in my heedlessness, or in my love, on journey, or in jest, or when we lay at rest, sitting at council, straying in the grove, alone, or in the throng, do thee. 
most holy wrong be thy grace granted for that witless sin for thou art now i know father of all below of all above of all the worlds within guru of gurus more to reverence and adore than all which is adorable and high how in the wide world's three should any equal be shall any other share thy majesty therefore with body bent and reverent intent i praise and serve and seek thee asking grace as father to a son as friend to friend as one who loveth to his lover turn thy face in gentleness on me good is it i did see this unknown marvel of thy form but fear mingles with joy retake dear lord for pity's sake thine earthly shape which earthly eyes may bear be merciful and show the visage that i know let me regard thee as of yore arrayed with disk and forehead gem with mace and anadem thou who sustainest all things undismayed let me once more behold the form i loved of old thou of the thousand arms and countless eyes my frightened heart is fain to see restored again the charioteer my krishna's kind disguise krishna yeah thou hast seen arjuna because i loved thee well the secret countenance of me revealed by mystic spell shining and wonderful and vast majestic manifold which none save thou in all the years had favor to behold for not by vedas cometh this nor sacrifice nor alms nor works well done nor penance long nor prayers nor chanted palms that mortal eyes should bear to view the immortal soul unclad prince of the kurus this was kept for thee alone be glad let no more trouble shake thy heart because thine eyes have seen my terror with my glory as i before have been so will i be again for thee with lightened heart behold once more i am thy krishna the form thou knewest of old sanjaya these words to arjuna spake vasudev and straight did take back again the semblance dear of the well loved charioteer peace and joy it did restore when the prince beheld once more mighty brahma's form and face clothed in krishna's gentle grace arjuna now that i see come back janardana this friendly human frame my mind can think calm thoughts once more my heart beats still again krishna yeah it was wonderful and terrible to view me as thou didst dear prince the god's dread and desire continually to view yet not by vedas nor from sacrifice nor penance nor gift giving nor with prayer shall any so behold as thou hast seen only by fullest service perfect faith 
and uttermost surrender am I known and seen and entered into Indian Prince? Who doeth all for me, who findeth me in all, adoreth always, loveth all which I have made, and me for love's sole end, that man, Arjuna, unto me doth wend. End of chapter 11 of the Bhagavad Gita entitled Vishwarupa Darshanam or the book of the manifesting of the one and manifold translated by Sir Edwin Arnold